Good afternoon, everybody. How you doing? We are, I think this is what, seven, eight videos in, something like that. So only a few more days and I'll be being received. So that's amazing. Um, looking forward to it. Looking forward to uh, coming back and getting back to the normal. But this is the, uh, I'm still still two weeks behind. I'm recording this all in one night from all the notes that I, I had taken on this. So tonight we're going to be going over, or this afternoon for you guys, we're going to be going over the polemical works of St. Thomas Aquinas, which in a sense, I guess you could say almost everything St. Thomas Aquinas writes is polemical. That is a strand throughout uh, his entire um, method of writing each one of his each one of his treatises, because that's just the way in which learning was done in the medieval world. And that's the way in which learning is still done now. Well, at least ought to be done now, because the very way in which man is made, we are we learn through disputation. So it's sad that we've lost a lot of that. But nevertheless, before we begin, don't forget, become a patron at patreon.com slash militant Thomas. If you really love what I'm doing, no minimum. So if you want to become a $1 patron, I am very gracious. I think I even have a 75 cent patron and I'm very gracious for him and or her, not and or him or her. I'm very gracious for him. Probably him. There's no females watching this. Women don't watch about the polemical works of St. Thomas Aquinas. Trust me. That's not a, uh, a feminine virtue. So also um, Greek need to learn Greek fluent Greek NT.com. Use code militant, 20% off. And then also christianbwagner.com slash shop if you want to get all of those based empty mugs, militant Thomas mugs. Buy like 10 of them. Just go all out. Buy 10 of them. Buy 100 of them. Get one for your wife for your anniversary. Trust me. She'll love it. <laughs> trust, Just trust the source. Trust me, bro. It was revealed to me in a dream. Um, And also books. There will be there's books on there too. So get your wife, get your wife Scotus's Ortonatio volume one too. She will enjoy that. You know what? When my wife's birthday comes around or our anniversary comes around, our anniversary is closer. When our anniversary comes around, I'll get her Scotus's Ortonatio. I'll hand it to her and I'll post a beautiful picture of my beautiful wife with a beautiful book. And I'll say, look, look how happy she is to have received the Scotus Ortonatio for, for uh, our anniversary. She's very grateful for this. She's she's going to love it. I, I should be quiet so she doesn't hear me and ruin the surprise. Because she will love to get the Ordinatio. Just like your wife will love to get every single book from Militant Thomas Press. She will get all the books and say, wow, look at these beautiful cover designs. And the wonderful typesetting that has been done on this book. I'm so glad that you got me these books for our anniversary and or my birthday. That was just a very wonderful, wise, and prudent decision. And oh, wow, 10 mugs, 10 Militant Thomas mugs. You must really love me. So that's what you ought to do. So let's get right into it. That was a bit of a lengthy one. I usually don't do that long of an ad break. So I'm going to share my screen. This is, again, going to be another kind of quick one. So, okay. Oops. So the first, there's going to be five of these. This is going to be five polemical works that St. Thomas has. And some of them are, they're more or less uh, useful, but most of them are actually on, 
on the same topic, which is the religious life. So the first one's an apology for the religious orders. So during the medieval era, this is actually surprisingly modern. There was a growing tide of what well, was a strong minority of people who just didn't like the religious orders. They just didn't like that. There was all these monks going around and teaching and all these monks going around and begging for money and, and praying and all this stuff. They just, they didn't like the monks. They despise them. So what St. Thomas does is St. Thomas takes all of the objections against the monastic life and answers all of them. For example, whether it is lawful for the religious to teach, what is meant by religion and what perfection consists. Is it lawful for the religious to live on alms? A tax made on religious because of the way they study. Religious are condemned for going to law. Religious are accused for seeking to find favor with men. So this is a good um, this is good really on two points. It's oh, this is my favorite actually. That's why I have it pulled up. A tax brought against religious on account of their systematic method of preaching. <laughs> Love to see it. We need more systematic methods of preaching, not less systematic methods of preaching. That would, that, trust me, that would help out a lot. So, yes, this is very important. First on a historical note, just in understanding um, the context in which St. Thomas and many of the medieval theologians and philosophers lived. Very important to understanding that. And then second, this is actually surprisingly modern because the modern world doesn't see much of a use for the religious, no matter how important um, Catholic theology has placed that emphasis. So it's sort of a counterweight reading this work in defense of the religious orders is very helpful in us having a proper appreciation for why having the religious matters. Why do we have monastics? Why do we have nuns? Why, why are those things so important to uh, retain? And especially since we have had such a sad, sad, sad um, plummeting of vocations when it comes to the religious. Very sad. Because it just isn't really spoken of much. It seems weird. So now, um, on the perfection of the spiritual life. So this is, this is another really beautiful one. This is a lot... Um, when it comes to both the, um, sorry, I was just scrolling through. The first half uh, has to do a lot with mystical theology. This is when uh, Father Reginald Gary Gou Lagrange, when he writes his work on mystical theology, he takes a lot of notice from the first half of this work on the perfection of the spiritual life. And then the second half, I guess you could say the, the last 10 kind of last 11 that has more to do with with the religious life proper. So the Episcopal office is more sacred than the religious life. Dangers in desiring the Episcopal office. This has to do more with uh, the nature of the, the clergy when it comes to this. So it's not as um, important for our understanding. But the first 20 questions in here definitely are pretty glorious when it comes to understanding mystical theology. And then again, another work. A refutation of teaching that deters from religious life. So, yeah, that is about, I, again, it's about the same as the last two works. And then on the unity of the intellect against the avarice. 
So this is interesting. I mean, this is uh, more this is more of an obscure debate, but um, the avarice were a certain uh, group of philosophers um, who were around in the uh, medieval um, philosophical plurality that there was before you had the Thomistic synthesis was accepted and promulgated. Um, you had these guys called the avarists who, when it came to their doctrine of anthropology, were not too good when it came to the unity of the intellect. So this is, I mean, I've read parts of this. I haven't sat down and read the whole thing. It's not too incredibly long, so I bet I could do it in, in an afternoon or two. Wouldn't be too difficult, but this really provides... Um, a foil. I think a lot of these works with with things that aren't relevant to our current theological atmosphere. They're very important to providing foils for understanding the inner logic of our position. And then, lastly, on the eternity of the world, and this is really uh, this has to do. And this I've read this work quite a few times actually. This has to do with uh, certain debates around um, because. As, as many know, when it came to ancient Greek philosophers, quite a few posited that the world was eternal rather than something which was temporal. And St. Thomas is dealing with this question, how it relates to faith and reason. And the reason this is so important, I think, is when it comes to the evolution, young earth, old earth debate, because it really provides us some principles of how reason um, and faith relate, how articles of faith relate to the... Um, the, the science of his day and the science of the ancient world when it comes to um, the eternity of the world is very important. So, and I think honestly that the proper conclusion from this work is um, against the evolutionists, but you will just have to read this to find out. This is one of those hidden gems in St. Thomas that not many people darken the door of. So that is all I have for you. Thank you for joining me. Looking forward to coming back. And do penance for the kingdom of God is at hand. Lord.